0: everyone, Lauren Hubelay. I'm here with a Restoring Immunity podcast for you. Joining me on this um, Jimmo Moms episode is Ashley Dom. Ashley, welcome. So glad to have you with me.
1: Oh, it's great to be back. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited.
0: You know, while Ashley and I were getting ready to record, Ashley, you divulged that You have Jimmo's all over your counter at home. Is that really true?
1: Yes, it's just, I mean, I have to, they have to be in a place where I can grab them in a pinch and, and it's become um, just routine in our household. The kids know where they are. Um, My kids are at an age where they can read them and they can recognize the labels. And so it's becoming a language in our home. So of course our Jimmo's are out where we can see them. They're part of our daily lives. And I just love that.
0: Well, that's beautiful, Ashley, and I know this has happened over time for you, and we have new, lists, new moms out there listening in that really don't even know what the word gemotherapy is or what what we're talking about and why we'd be giving these to children, so um, I would like to um, hear what kind of questions your moms that you are hanging with have for me today. Definitely.
1: Um, I've experienced this with my own kids. And then, you know, of course, hearing from moms in my little community where I live, we talk about how we can help each other. And what's coming up lately is um, little ones that are experiencing um, kind of this withdrawing behavior, Mm -hmm. and and maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's fear. um, But it's hard to dig deep and to find out, what state What's these little on. ones are in? So, what they, um, what you know, what they can notice is definitely the behaviors they're exhibiting. So, we see a lot of ones, a little ones that are slow to warm up to new situations, mm. kind of just yeah. really inward and shy, and um, children that are also fearful of uh, embarrassment or a big event that's coming up, and and they're ruminating or obsessing over negativity, especially in in those situations where they're something's new or something's unfamiliar. So that's what we're trying to pinpoint and see if where are gemotherapy can help out a little bit.
0: Oh, I love that. That's a great question. And, and you're leading into my favorite topic and this is um, feeling safe. And mm-hmm. what I have come to realize in all these years of working with gemotherapy, but particularly the last couple of years when we're working with the nervous system is the very first thing gemotherapy has to offer us is um, the ability to feel safe in our body. And when we can't feel safe in the body we inhabit, nothing is going to feel safe in our world. And I think any adult that experiences that can agree. And we have children that are um, walking around out there all the time that don't feel safe in their own little bodies. And and then the next step we want gemotherapy to do is help us feel safe in our world. But what you're talking about is we've got these children that are being exposed to new situations and, and they're holding back. So that's their world. They don't feel safe in their world, but they can't feel safe there, actually until they feel safe in their own little body. Mm-hmm. And. You know, as as parents, we want to be reassuring to our child and we want to be able to tell them, honey, it's okay, this is a safe place. This is a safe woman I'm going to leave you with. This is, you'll be all right, right? We we feel like those words are helpful. However, any adult that has any um, fear of say, flying, would know it's never helpful. For someone to sit next to you on the plane, saying, "Honey, you know you're okay. You know you're safe. You know, right?" It doesn't change right. anything. No, <laughs> no, not right. a thing. And um, so let's go back to these little ones, and I've just indicated what what doesn't work. So so what does? So I think we have two things that we need to look at. One is children have um, a, a, as adults too, but children are fine tuning their neuroception and, and neuroception is this radar that picks up, am I in danger or am I safe? Am I in danger? And where do you think they get those cues from when they're trying to decide?
1: Just what's around them yeah. and what's familiar, what's unfamiliar.
0: Yeah. And they're also looking to mom. Yes, okay, yes. So is mom feeling safe? Mm, Yes, Is mom rushed? Is mom stressed? And even though mom's cues she's giving off may have nothing to do with the situation, the child's picking up on that. They're picking up on a, 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 a discomfort a um, lack of safety, and they feel threatened by that. So that's that's one place for moms to check in on with themselves. So when they know that they're approaching a new situation with their child, that they work with their own nervous system first, so they can, you know, like putting that air mask on yourself first, and then helping your child. the The other thing is. Um, we have to help that child feel safe in their body. And in our last episode, we were talking about how to start building resilience in our children internally to um, be able to respond to dangers and threats. Um, But you've struck on something very specific is this child that just doesn't feel safe Mm -hmm. in new environments. And um, I think we're going to see a lot more of that, actually, actually, because you're right. Mm-hmm. As a teacher, i see it more than ever. OK. Yay. OK. And particularly um, after maybe school breaks and when kids have been back home where they feel a little safer. I mean, look at all the messaging children have received about whether school is safe or not. You're
1: right. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, We have this very big problem, but how do we take it down to our daily lives and helping our children right now? And so these children that um, are clinging and are slow to warm up, first of all, we never want to discount their feelings. Right. Right, they get to feel what they feel. And the very first thing you can do is help guide them into their body. And also by this process, you're going to come up with what Jimmo would be helpful, but help guide them into their body. So um, say little Anna's clinging onto her mama's leg and she doesn't want to go into preschool this morning. And um, you can go as mom, get down and, and ask Anna where she's feeling this right now. mm mm-hmm. We're in our bodies feeling it. So what that does is it shifts what's happening. And Anna's um, attention goes from the future of what she's worried could happen right inside to the present moment to her body. And that single step downshifts. Wow. Right. So she goes to her body and then you say, honey, where are you feeling that? And you can ask her, you know, can you put your hand there? And mm-hmm. um, and perhaps she's feeling it in her chest and she's having a hard time breathing. Perhaps she's feeling it in her tummy. Perhaps she's feeling it in her head. She will know. Ashley, I'm sure you've asked your own children this mm-hmm. question before. Yes, yes. Yeah, have you found this to be useful in helping you select an
1: extract? sometimes yes and not only does it help me select it extract extract but it kind of slows everything down and puts you in the moment and we need to do that as adults too when we're upset we're angry we're in this state where we don't feel safe and we just want to get out of it or whatever but we don't um that's one thing that that gemotherapy has taught me too and, and the work on the nervous system is you need to realize where you are not where you want to go but where you where you are and with the children, too, it's not about, you know, I know we're rushed, we want to get out the door, school's starting, we need to go, but, you know, just taking those few moments makes your child feel um, just comforted on a level right away, and then we can maybe pinpoint what we need after that, but yeah, taking that moment is is very important, and it's helping slow down things and put things in perspective.
0: You are absolutely right, Ashley, and You also are very right that we have such limited time to do these things as moms in the morning. And by taking those extra five minutes, we'll be rewarded by a child Mm -hmm. more secure and us feeling more comfortable with the drop-off process. So let's rewind a little bit because um, you're 100% right. Um, It does slow things down and that slowing down is also helpful for mom. So maybe even preemptively checking in before we leave the house. Mm -hmm. Hey, everyone, let's check in with the nervous system, right? What a beautiful thing. Because what we're doing right there is a number of things. First of all, we're acknowledging what our child feels and that it's real. And we know today how valuable that is as we grow up, that feelings are real and they're tangible and they need to be acknowledged. By acknowledging it, noticing and naming it, it can actually transform itself. So just by saying, oh, my tummy's a little off, mm-hmm. that brings attention there away from what we're worried about and and we're feeling it. Checking in with your children, you may begin to see some patterns that, you know, this one always Feels it in their shortness to breath, breath, a shortness of breath. This one might always feel it in their head. This one might, and um, then that way we can begin selecting extracts that might be um, appropriate. For instance, lily is a beautiful extract for children that are shallow breathers and and have rapid, um, short breaths when they're anxious. We've talked about fig being very good when they feel it in the tummy and their nervous system that way. Um, feeling it along the sides of their body, like something squeezing them. This can be field maple, can be very beautiful. In the rib cage, this can be hazel. And that little um, diaphragm area where it's nice and tender, if they're school age, six and above, olive is uh, lovely. Mm-hmm soothing extract here if they're feeling it in their throat and it's like a lump in their throat black honeysuckle is good have i forgotten any ashley that are coming to mind to you i have got to mention crab apple because it's mm-hmm. really
1: um not at the moment but in the past it's really helped my daughter a lot yeah. and um, it's helped me too when i feel um maybe tension in my neck and my head yes so that's the, the point of the body where I know I need crab apple.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And crab apple is, has quite a high antioxidant action. So we need to make sure stool elimination is pretty good, or we might get okay. some aggravation for that. But that's an excellent <laughs> point for folks that feel that tension in their neck and shoulders and perhaps their shoulders up to their ears. They're Mm -hmm. very good for um, transitioning periods for um, young girls and um, women as well. Um, So I want to come back to your original question. And this is, you know, what can we do when, when our children are picking up cues of danger in situations we know are safe? and their feelings are real. And so we talked about, you know, um, giving them cues of safety ourselves by making sure we're safe, helping them feel safe in their own body before we're asking them to feel safe in an environment. So maybe doing a little check-in at home and having a morning Gmo routine would be lovely. And wouldn't that be beautiful if we could get our children so in tune with their own body that they would begin to know what GMO they need. It sounds like that already happens at your house from time to time.
1: Yes, a little bit. I can start to see it. Um, my daughter knows that when she um, when an acute comes on, she's got a few little protocols that she can remember, but now the nervous system ones too. Um We've had some living on the counter just for the past uh, couple of weeks. They've been really beneficial to her. And my son, he wants in on it too. He's I'm going to take my own gemos. he says. So, you know, he's a fig, a fig boy right now. So yeah, he puts a little drop of fig on his tongue as I, I watch him and check in on him. So it's a really beautiful thing. And, and it's giving them some ownership and making it more important to them to take care of their, of their state and have a little bit control about how they're feeling.
0: Mm, I love that. I, ownership is so important. and I, I hear something else. You're teaching them to take responsibility, Take responsibility in their own health and their own body. and that's It's a beautiful thing for this next generation, coming from a generation that gave our power of our own health away. Um, so what an opportunity to do it differently. Yeah, let's take it back. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Ashley, I love having these conversations with you. I'm already looking forward to the next time we record and the questions you'll come up with. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you. Thank you.